the rest of the time it'll just be a back and forth. Um, oh. Ian might jump in and say some stupid stuff, and so uh, <laughs> so that's fine. Um, <laughs> things as much as possible. I read something today that you're supposed to keep a llama's distance between you and people, which I think is a good... I've never, I don't know how big a llama is. I actually had two llamas growing up. All right, welcome back. I'm Johnny Chapel in my backyard, and uh, this is another edition of what we call Chapel Chats. Our guest today is Jamie Osterout, and Jamie, thank you for coming to the backyard. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's awesome to be here, and nice to be outside on this beautiful day. Yeah, and, and Jamie is a small business owner as well, and, uh, and so I thought it'd be good to have her perspective, but Jamie also works a lot with small businesses. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, so I'm an operational strategy consultant. And so what that means is I go in and help small business with their process and structure so they can be efficient and effective. One of the things I try to help with is actually to help businesses be set up so they can withstand unforeseen issues. Mm. And certainly COVID-19 is a very unforeseen issue. Yeah. So the hope is that I've been able to help my clients be able to put some of those structures, process, communication procedures in place so that this isn't hitting them as hard as it potentially could have. Good. I want to get into that because I think that is obviously the small business community, uh, us and, and, and to a larger extent, some folks in the restaurant business, the entertainment business are really being impacted big time by this stuff. And so I want to get into that first. Uh, we want to note to our sponsors, our unofficial sponsors today, uh, we're trying to ask uh, our guest, uh, and, and I'm trying to as much as we can, uh, wear something or bring something that is a tribute to a local organization or a local small business. So today, Longview Modern Farm Homes. Now fully, this is not a real estate sales pitch, not, not that at all, but Longview Modern Farm Homes is one of our communities at Chapel Residential. I just had a, a t-shirt that I really like, and Duke's Properties in Construction, as well as Sharp Real Estate are two of our clients uh, who are the builders and they're local small business owners. So again, Longview Modern Farm Homes, thelongviewhomes.com is our website. Check us out there. These are 12 really cool modern farmhouses in downtown Raleigh in the Longview neighborhood. They're all going to be finished this spring. And uh, please check us out, keep us in business. You brought something. Yeah, so I brought Full Steam, Rocket Science. Uh, my husband and Ooh. I have been massive fans yes. of Full Steam since they opened back in 2010. Love a good IPA. Love a good IPA, yeah. especially on a unseasonably hot day like yeah. today. Air cheers. Air yeah. cheers. You know, the really cool thing about Full Steam, well, they're wonderful for a lot of reasons, right. but early on, uh, earlier in this week, they had put up on Instagram and on all their social media that they were selling beer and they had a pickup channel and the phone number to order beer is 919-GET-BEER, which That's is six. perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I called in, I ordered. We love supporting Folsom. We love supporting all the small businesses as much as we can in a safe way. And I think they've done a great job of pivoting and being able to offer great beer. I know um, Pelagic here mm -hmm. in Raleigh is doing a similar thing where you can order online, go sure. pick up beer. Yeah. So it's a great way to still be able to support our local small businesses. Yeah. And if you're looking at this, if you're watching this, and uh, whether you're a full steam or a local restaurant, local business owner, local retail, uh, whatever, uh, we are trying to do what we can during this video series to really help support our small businesses in a really small way. Um, so if you have any swag, any small business gear uh, with your company logo or, or anything branded to your company, please get it to us and we will literally wear it like we're doing today or bring it like we're doing today or drink it uh, like we're doing today uh, during the video. So hello at chapelres.com is the email address for that. It'll go directly to me. I'll get in touch with you and we'll figure out how we can cleanly, safely get your small business gear and, and bring it on set. I thought about 
before coming here is this a socially responsible thing to do and I literally have not left my house in over a week except to take a walk on the greenway and go out to Shelly Lake and walk around there and basically we're in a park in your backyard right now <laughs> you know before I left my house obviously I've been washing my hands like crazy I took my temperature yeah. um, made sure you know none of us had symptoms got over here immediately wiped down the chairs you know staying a safe distance from the camera from you you were very hygienic um, yeah. Yes. yeah so and, and I do think that's incredibly important mm -hmm. you know I think as much as possible uh, businesses change yeah. and and it needs to evolve due to COVID-19 um, but you know, doing things responsibly, I think, is makes sense and is right. And you just need to question and think about things that you didn't have to think about before. It's it's a it's an added like thought uh, for everything that we do. Like, uh, wh where did the takeout come from? Or uh, did I did I get get that dish just right? Or you know, mm -hmm. uh, did Ian touch the doorknob on his way in? Just things like that. Not picking on you. Um, uh, <laughs> but it, it is, I guess we'll start with the personal side and then dive into the business side of it, but it does add one extra step. And I think the interesting point, you just made a good point. I think a lot of people are doing right now. You've been kind of isolated for the last week. What does it mean to be able to be outdoors in a greenway in someone's backyard or, or, or how important is that right now? Yeah, it's, it's incredibly important. And you know, for me, I think my husband and I started doing this before even some other folks mm -hmm. and you know, we're not leaving, we're staying at home. I have to say I'm so grateful to live in a time where we have things like Zoom and we have things like FaceTime and text messages where we can conduct business uh, in a safe, responsible way, where we can conduct business in your backyard. Right. <laughs> um, so for me, you know, and I'm a big extrovert, but yeah. for me, it hasn't been as bad. And people that, you know, I see still going out there and doing things and being really irresponsible, I don't know why they're doing that. It's easy to stay at home. Yeah. You know, I was reading something where it said back, you know, during World War II, you had to go out and fight on the battlefield to be a hero. Now, you literally just have to stay at home. Mm. Uh, and so I think that's important. I think, you know, for me with my clients, I normally am always face to face with friends. I'm face to face, but it's been a surprisingly easy adjustment. Zoom is great. They even have, I've been telling everyone this, they have this enhance your features feature mm -hmm. of Zoom so you can click it and it will soften your features. Ian probably knows about this with camera. It's like putting Vaseline on the camera just to make yourself look yeah. a little bit really? better. Really? Can you get some of that? Yeah, yeah. Can we, can we make soften sure? this up a little bit today? <laughs> can you make sure we it's look great? It's been a long day. Can we, a little nice filter. <laughs> but, you know, the Barbara Walters filter. Can we get that going? <laughs> but it's things like Zoom that yeah. make it easy to still do business. It's different. This week has been tough. I'm not going to de deny that. Yeah. But um, we're so lucky to live in an age with technology where we can pivot to virtual tours of houses yeah. and things like that. Well, that's something in a, in, on the business side of things, you, you've mentioned the, the term pivot a couple times. And I think that's a, a really important uh, term to use uh, because it's all different now. Everything from, from the few days ago on uh, for the infinite future is going to be completely different than it was uh, in the past. So I've got some clients, uh, they only want to do business face to face and in a, an enclosed room with 12 other people around a table. That's just not, that's not going to cut it anymore. And uh, I think, and, and I'd love your comment, I think the, the, the companies that, that either, whether it be tech wise, marketing wise, uh, virtually, um, are going to be able to survive this time and hopefully grow the ones that are stuck in their old ways and aren't able to adapt, pivot, change, um, it's going to be much, much more difficult. Would yeah. you agree? 
Absolutely. And, you know, even this week, I've seen some really unique things. We already talked about full steam, what they're doing. Yep. My yoga studio, I have several of them. They've all, of course, shut down, um, which, again, is a responsible thing. And you have to do that. Um, but they're offering virtual yoga classes. So actually today at noon um, with Blue Lotus, I took a virtual class. And I had a, another friend who took it, my sister who's up in New York City, who is yeah. currently under lockdown as of last night. She took it with me. It was a really, really cool way to kind of get that community sure. feel while still being safe. Yeah. And so I thought they did a really great job of, of pivoting. I think a lot of the restaurants are doing the same. I know Crawford & Son, I'm planning to order from them this weekend. <laughs> you know, again, wiping everything down when I get it right. from the takeout order. But they've done a great job of offering a new exciting menu, I think, every couple days and, and having the curbside pickup. Yeah. And I read something else. Even if you even if you don't feel comfortable, obviously you can't go to a restaurant, but even if you don't feel comfortable with the takeout for whatever reason right now, um, a lot of restaurant owners I think are encouraging, hey, just buy a gift card from us right now. Exactly. Um, you might use it in October or whenever, you might give it away, but just buy a gift card. Uh, that's a hundred bucks that, that you can go into the restaurant with any time later on, uh, but it might be a little bit that helps keep us going you know, right now. That's exactly right. What are you, you've, so Jamie, you consult a lot with businesses, small businesses. You've helped us at Chapel Residential, which we really uh, appreciate. Talk about some of the things that, that, that you have done uh, consulting-wise um, with some of your companies that maybe, maybe has better prepared them for a time like this. I think the biggest thing that is helpful right now is communication. And I mean communication both internally and externally. So just to start internally, it's really important to be communicating to your employees right now as the owner of a company, as the CEO of a company. Everyone's scared, rightfully so. Yeah. And you don't have to have all the answers. It's not like your employees are gonna say, Johnny, what am I supposed to do about this? You, you don't necessarily have to have the answers, but just trying to hone in on the things that aren't gonna change. You know, We're all in this together. We all wanna support one another. Me as a business owner cares about you, my employee not just as an employee, but as a person of this community. Mm -hmm. And so I think being able to do that is really important. I think, um, you know, I've encouraged some of the folks that I've talked with, email your employees every, things are changing so fast. Right. Email them every day, every 48 hours. It doesn't have to be anything long, but just this is what we're doing. Here's how we're monitoring the situation. Have a town hall via Zoom. I know one uh, CEO that I spoke with, had a town hall last week and had everyone dress up in costumes to make it a little bit more fun. Um, I know my husband's company, they were kind of spotlighting people's pets. You know, everyone's at home with their pets. Right, right. And so, uh, you know, let's see your dog on, on the <laughs> Zoom and, and making it a little bit more fun. It's a serious situation, but where can we find humor? Where can we find those pieces of humanity? But that I think your point's good because it is like, it's changing so quickly. Um, so whether you're a, 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 an owner and you have 13 people on your team like we do currently, um, or 50 people on your team, uh, everyone is looking for leadership to, uh, to, to somewhat help calm and guide the way. And what you, you mentioned a couple different ways. What is the best way to do that? Is it, is it email? Is it, a, is it a, depending on the size of your company, a phone call? Is it a, a text? To, to, what's the best way to, to as a, from a leadership position, make sure your employees feel uh, that someone's got their back during yeah. this time. Yeah, so I do think email, a steady cadence from the owner, from the CEO makes a lot of sense so they know what to expect. Um, having perhaps a weekly meeting, if you, you know, that may be something that a lot of companies are already doing, or sure. a monthly meeting. I think you guys do a monthly team yeah. meeting. Um, continuing to do those is really important. And then, yeah, texting people just one-on-one. -on -one. 
it's important not to forget about those one-on-one -on -one relationships and how important they can be um, just from a more personal level. So, hey, how are you doing, Ian, today? Um, you know, sending a Slack message, things like that. Um, so I would say doing something that's a little bit more formal, you know, email from the CEO, email from the owner, but then also doing some of those one-on-one, one-off mm. communications. So let's try it real quick. Ian, how are you doing today? I'm, uh, <clears throat> my shoulder's a little tired <laughs> holding this camera, but... Uh... All right, quiet down. We got an interview to do here. You're also involved in a local organization, a nonprofit in the community. Want to talk a little bit about that, your experience, not only with a specific organization, but that's another whole side of things. Nonprofits yeah. that are trying to do good for their greater good, and how are they making it through this time? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a volunteer and member of the board of an organization called the Raleigh City Farm, mm -hmm. and it is in the Person Street neighborhood. Right. And it is an urban farm, one acre, right in downtown Raleigh. Uh, we actually, it's an exciting time for the farm, or it was before the <laughs> pandemic hit. Uh, we announced a new season of stewardship. So we've hired a farmer, Josh Satin. He is our farmer. We're planning to grow more produce. If you drive by the farm now um, and support some of those local businesses in, in Person Street, you'll see there's a lot growing, especially in our greenhouse. And we're actually going to be partnering with two organizations. One, a place at the table, mm -hmm. which is a pay what you can awesome. cafe. Yeah. And the other one is Logan's Plant-A-Row, who okay. donates a lot of food to the Interfaith Food Shuttle. And we will be um, giving away food to those organizations so that they can help support our local community. So the mission of Raleigh City Farm is to grow the next generation of farmers by connecting our community to sustainable agriculture. Mm -hmm. And to me, that means we connect our whole community, not just the people that can afford it, not just the people that can pay for it. Especially now, that's my biggest concern for our community's food insecurity, you know, yeah. especially with schools being out. I know that's something Governor Cooper's talked a lot about. You know, what are those organizations that can help feed those school children who aren't getting meals because they're not in school. Yeah, a lot of those kids, they, they get their only couple square meals a day at school. And so it's exactly. and so it's such a, I think that was part of the heartache behind having to close public schools in North Carolina, mm -hmm. just like in New York City, uh, was because a lot of those, especially low-income families or low-income kids, that's where, they, that's where they get their best meals uh, every day. And so I think thinking outside the box about mm -hmm. how local organizations can kind of fill that void is, is obviously critical. Absolutely. There's another organization that I recently got involved in, which is called Read and Feed. And they're an amazing organization, too, that will do tutoring for elementary school children. And so that's the read part of it. And then the feed is they provide them a healthy meal. Uh, and so right now they've obviously cut off all of the tutoring portion of it, but they're still working on ways to get meals in the hands of those kids who really need them. Right. Um, so, you know, I think it's important to look for those organizations that are doing things like this. For Raleigh City Farm, we sent out an email this past week, and it's not one of those COVID-19, here's what we're doing. <laughs> it was, hey, we're here for you. You know, we're part Good. of your community. Yeah. Um, here are some organizations. Don't necessarily donate to us, but do donate to Interfaith Food Shuttle. Um, there's lots of really great organizations here. And so do donate to those folks that can get food in the hands of those who need them. Yeah, because I mean, the, 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 the weird thing is that, that a lot of people now have, uh, have certainly a little bit more time on their hands than they did when they were going into the mm -hmm. office from eight to five every day or, uh, or what have you. And so I've even heard a lot of people who are just, ah, I want to figure out a way that I can help or that I can yeah. donate or I can uh, uh, be part of something, volunteer. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the best way to do that? Obviously, it's getting out in person is not something we can do as much right now, but the, right. the checkbook 
yeah. still works. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, my husband and I donated to, to Interfaith Food Shuttle earlier this week. We're trying to support local business as best we can in a safe way and trying to, to think of our other community members and family members that might need support in the coming months, you know, and, and this is radically changing how we conduct business and how you brought this up earlier, how we conduct our personal lives. Yeah. You know, I, normally I would love to give you a huge hug. We're not going to obviously do that, but air hug. Ah, that was <laughs> nice. Um, I just touched my face. I'm going to get some hand sanitizer. There you go. There you go. See, yeah. good job, good practice. Practice. Right. A lot of economists think we are, and I think most of think we are going into a recession. We are yeah. in a recession. Some people, and I, I would agree, COVID-19 might have been the kickstart, the, the steroids that really pumped everything up or, or made that recession quicker, more magnified, whatever you want to call it. If I'm a small business owner, and I am, uh, uh, whether I'm in uh, real estate or I know you've done some work with people that in, in film and video before, mm -hmm. um, and maybe I've been growing, growing, growing for the past few years, and now yeah. I sit back and like, uh, what's 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 happening with all this stuff? My overhead is a lot bigger. My number of employees is a lot bigger. Uh, what's the what's the best practice or best practices from a, from a business perspective on? how to try to continue to be business as usual when nothing is business as usual anymore. Yeah, and I think the first step is just admitting this is not going <laughs> to be business as usual yeah. and looking for those smart ways where you can save some money and you know from pivoting, okay, well, we're doing this so we don't need to have as much expense here. I think now is definitely the time from a personal standpoint and from a business standpoint, you know, looking at your forecasting, looking at your financial spreadsheets, you know, being really smart about where, where are my expenses here? What do we need to make? I think, you know, we've talked about this. We set a revenue goal for 2020. Mm -hmm. Barring economic Not going to tell you if we're on track yeah, for that. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. And so, <laughs> you know, you set, <laughs> you set a target, but you have to know that there's wiggle room. So no one's going to hit their target this year. Right. I mean, pretty much. And so just being really smart and looking at those things as a business owner and being, you know, not letting all of your employees know, oh, this is where we're at, but trying to convey as much as you can that you're doing everything in your power to, to keep the lights on and, and keep things progressing. Yeah, cause that, and that's frankly why we're doing stuff like this, because you want to have some, you want to have conversations, right? And you want to have some level of normalcy, but at the same time, you don't want to sugarcoat things right. and, and, and have a, we had a Google Hangout team meeting this week and, and say, this is going to be our best year ever yeah. because volume wise it, or revenue wise, uh, profit wise, it may not be. Uh, but hell, if we can make it through it uh, yeah. and still be there when the dust settles and, uh, and, and maybe be stronger for it, yeah. uh, then, then that's something to be said for it. You know, and so it's, I think, re -ex resetting expectations, yes. not about can I hit 40% profit mm -hmm. this year it's it's going to be a, can i can again make it through exactly. can i make sure all my employees feel taken care of can i make sure that our 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 roster doesn't we don't lose anybody uh, that yep. everybody feels like they're safe here and that we're going to do our damnedest to make sure that they're they feel secure and that mm -hmm. even if it means figuring out new ways to 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 do business or new ways to to build revenue yep. uh, just to keep the lights on what what throw it all against the wall and kind of yep. see what sticks yeah absolutely and i think setting expectations is so important. That's important no matter what climate you're in, but especially now. And, you know, so I was having this conversation with another CEO earlier this week. It's okay to say you don't have the answers, but it's important to still have those conversations and not just hide 
away, you know, in the corner and, and not talk to people right. and not talk to your employees. Um, and so I think that that's really important, setting that expectation and saying when you're setting it, hey, this might change next week, depending on what happens. Yeah, in, two hours, in two <laughs> hours. In two hours. We might all go on yeah. lockdown and this will all be audio instead of visual. Yeah. Um, not to make this at all a political conversation, but I do think that our governor has done a great job of the things we're talking about, communicating. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. coming out and saying, we're going to do this for the safety, even if I know he got some backlash about closing all the restaurants and only allowing no, takeout. Give me a break. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but you know, I feel proud that we have a governor, I think Governor Cuomo up in New York, yep. you know, I mentioned my sister lives up there. I think he's done a great job. And so, you know, we're all in this together. I sent yeah. out an email actually, it's probably in your inbox <laughs> you haven't looked at yet, but I started sending out a quarterly newsletter and I just happened to plan it for the end of March. And I thought, you know, should I not send this out? And then I thought back to what I just told you. No, communicating is good, and we're all in this together. And so that was sort of the subject line of mm -hmm. it, you know. And I'm here for people. I, I sent you all an email last week. Yes. I sent all of my clients an email just saying, I don't have the answers either, but I know that it's a scary time. If you just want to pick up the phone and call me or text me, I'm here. I think that's so important. Uh, and like you said, to do that, whether it's a client or a colleague or just a friend, uh, family member, reaching out, whether it's over the phone, hearing a voice, you know, just whether it's a text, whatever, that some kind of connection is something that means a little bit more right now than it yeah. did a few days ago. Absolutely. I've been trying to text someone every day, especially I have a lot of friends who are doctors or, you know, PAs. Yeah. Especially thank yes. you to those folks, yeah. you know, the folks that my friend that works at Target, thank you for doing what you're doing. Right. Um, but yeah, even just reaching out to friends and it was St. Patrick's Day the other day. Well, we always have a big party for St. Patrick's Day. We certainly didn't do that this year. You weren't one of the crazy people I saw on Glenwood Avenue. Oh, God, right? no. No. <laughs> Good. I've been home. Thank you, because Literally. I almost rolled down my window. I was like, what are you doing out there? No, you know, you know, we said this is our way to keep everyone safe and keep our community healthy. It's just not responsible to be in close proximity. And that was before things got, right, you know, right. as, as severe as they have. But, you know, we, we did a fun Zoom meeting or Google Hangouts meeting with our, a couple of our friends the other night on St. Patrick's Day and we all poured our Guinness <laughs> and we virtually cheers to each other. Sure. And it was, it was nice, you know, it's my, it's actually my birthday on Sunday. I'm like, this is a great time to have a birthday, <laughs> but we're doing a- You'll always remember that 2020 I birthday. I sure yeah. will. <laughs> um, but we're, we're gonna do uh, another kind of Zoom meeting with friends just to kind of get everyone together virtually to celebrate. Anything else you'd like to add? I don't think so. I think that was good. I, I love the we're all in this together uh, piece of it. I think that's so important, uh, whether you're whether you're consulting small businesses, whether you're running a small business, uh, whether you are uh, the comedian who can't go up on stage anymore because yeah. people can't come to your shows. Uh, how do we support people in the restaurant business? Like you said earlier, we're all in this together. And so we're going to try to continue uh, as long as we can here in the backyard. Maybe maybe seasons will change as we're doing this. Maybe the fall colors will start to come in and not too long. But we're going to try to do these as much as possible because I think it's important, again, just to continue conversations, to communicate, uh, and to just uh, bring people on who have a different story to tell. Uh, hopefully it adds a little bit of information to your day, a little bit of humor, a little bit of uh, distraction from things that might not always be that fun. Um, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're going to do one of these again very soon. Uh, check us out, Chapel Chats, uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye, Jamie. Bye, Jamie. Bye. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks again for watching this episode of Chapel Chats. Please don't forget to uh, hit us up if you have an idea, if you'd like to be a guest. What else? Comment, share. Comment, share. Like, comment, like, share. Like, comment, subscribe. share, subscribe on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, 
MySpace. Are we on MySpace? This is going to take off. Tom still wants to be your friend. MySpace and Craigslist is going from there. Let's try that. <laughs> All right, thanks.